0: date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, Betrayal Trauma Recovery Expert, and Sharon Collier, Certified Life and Relationship Coach.
1: Plan to to West, Jack, yeah. take my way, it's the highway, that's the best,
0: get, get your, your kicks. Cake.
1: On Route 66. Okay, we have episode 66. I just, you know, there's my ADHD brain. Route 66, (laughs) that song by Chuck Berry. I was not alive when that song was recorded. Just want you to know that I am not. I'm not of that age yet. Anyway.
0: 66. Back to our back to our podcast. I was having a hard time making that connection this morning. I'm like, why would you do Route sixty six? Because <laughs> it's we okay. have episode sixty six. Monday morning, yes. we
1: are revisiting because we all need to go back to the basics. Yes, we are revisiting dating one hundred and one. Yes, and uh, we hope that we've gotten even better at sharing about this. So you guys will get something new out of it maybe today. Yeah. Or a reminder that is really important for you.
0: Yes, if you're an experienced dater, hopefully there's some little nuggets in here that will help you date a little better. And if you're a beginner dater, well let's talk about one oh one beginning. Beginning the dating process. So, you know, I talk about my five C's. Peggy's had to sit through she's had to sit through <laughs> painful, some of my com- some of my conference <laughs> presentations. Super
1: fun by the way. Sharon's very good. Anybody out there that wants a great speaker for a conference? Oh, thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I talk about my 5 Cs of relationships and I don't know why I just started with the letter C and so because it well, goes before it. D. C D a, B, C, D. Yeah. You know, and dating
1: is D. You okay, have to do all go. the C's okay. first.
0: D, oh, you know what? That's perfect. Thank you. I I, I again <laughs> wasn't on purpose, but good point, Peggy. Thank you. We'll go with that one now. So five C's. Five C's of dating. Because we need some kind of guidelines, right? So we I think start, it's helpful. we start with chemistry chemistry. Of course, we have to have the initial attraction, right? And if you want to know a lot about of attraction, we did attraction, <laughs> a whole podcast on attraction alone. There's a lot of different ways we're attracted. So we start out with chemistry because that is our initial attraction. And then we go on to connection. This is the things we have in common. This is when we find out we're going the same direction in life. We have the same values and goals and Um, you know, all the things that we, you know, hobbies, things that we have in common. So that's connection. And I always say connection before affection. So the next C would be contact. 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 We like contact. Make
1: contact.
0: Make, yes, physical contact. Um, that is our affection. But, you know, I, I really promote the connection first. Make sure there's something that's going to hold that relationship together because a lot of people rely on the affection and the contact to hold the relationship together and that is not a healthy way to be right and no, think about it it's
1: not going to ever work that's not going to work in a marriage if you rely on the connect, the the physical contact yes the and you physical. don't have the connection
0: yeah you really do especially the that's second a pain time around. life the second time around we're not growing up with a person anymore you know the second time around we're you know we need that connection we need those things in common we need things to look forward to together you know to really you know be the glue that holds this relationship together so that would be, um, contact would be the next one. And then after that, we ha- I have conflict resolution and communication. So important. And actually that could come anywhere in this whole thing, but it's there toward the end because a lot of times people don't think they'd have anything to fight about. They're so happy and they've got all the good love chemicals going on. Right. And they just think, well, what would we ever fight about? So it's super important, even if you're not having conflicts yet. You will you will conflicts are inevitable, yes. right fighting mm-hmm. is optional, but your communication style you can establish that early on in a relationship, you know how do you want me to communicate things to you, you know because there's a lot of injuries from a you know from divorce, and there's injuries from being widowed, and some widows and widowers didn't have the healthiest marriage so you know, a lot of people think they're being jumped on when they're not. So it's like establish this communication style. How would you like me to communicate? You know, sometimes you're going to annoy me. How would you like me (laughs) to to say that to to, you to to communicate? How would you like to resolve conflict? Because we don't need to fight. We're grownups. And there's a lot, you know, we have some angst and some baggage, but let's not you know, it's like it's us against the problems. Yeah, not set yourself us up against for success. Yes. Right. Us against the problem. I like that. Yes, yes. Yes, not
1: us against each other. Right. And so if you're conscious about that, that's going to you're going to be one step ahead of the game yes. when that stuff comes and it will come. Yes. Don't live in a fantasy world and think it won't.
0: Oh, no. No, because nobody's perfect. And, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and and different upbringings and different marriages and everything. So don't think that, you know, it's going to be super, super smooth and easy. I've talked to the best of the best of people in my widow group that got remarried and they've struggled, you know, just... Because they're coming from just different situations, even if they were both good situations, they're different.
1: Well, and that's just a just a little side note here, and a reminder that relationships are where we meet our unfinished business, and they're a yes. part of the refining process. There's a reason that marriage is a celestial thing. Yes, because it refines us. So, and and I do know couples that that have been really, really blessed with. Very little conflict. They've had great personalities together, but that is very
0: rare. It is. That it is, is very rare. Uh, it is. And, you know. But we can always hope for the best. And like Peggy just said, we're mm-hmm. setting ourselves up for success if we can talk about conflict resolution and learn how to communicate early on. So that is the last one before we go into commitment. Mm-hmm. So today, dating one on one, I've kind of broken it all down so that. We can, if we pick it apart, maybe it's just going to be easier for all of us, right? Right. So um, the initial attraction. (laughs) My favorite part. So I I want to talk about the attraction and um, sometimes our approach. Okay, we're going to go from the attraction to chatting. Okay, we see somebody we're attracted to. We're sitting next to them. At a singles party or a potluck or a, f- fireside. a fireside or a fireside or we're sitting and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, they're visually attractive. We've had a little a little exchange. We, oh, my gosh, they're flirty. They're fun. OK, there's an attraction there. So how do you get from attraction to actually chatting? Because chatting would be the first step really to getting to know someone, right? Right. You know what? What's the approach there? Um, Is it somebody you've met on Facebook through a singles group? Is it somebody you've been watching, you know, you've been watching posts and things in a singles group? So it could be online or in person. How do we get to chatting? How do we bridge that? You know, not not really a gap, but how do
1: we bridge that from attraction to actually connection?
0: Yes, because I feel like we live in a world where people aren't bold enough to say, hey, can I just get your phone number? Those who can you are way ahead of the game, <laughs> you know, right. but this is where flirting comes in. This is where flirting comes in and you need to be careful with your approach because if you're going to reach out and chat with somebody, you don't want to turn them on and turn them off in the same minute. Right. I've used the example. Um, there was a guy in my widow group and we, you know, he friended me on Facebook and friending people on <clears throat> Facebook is a really good first step. Um, but you know he's he would pop in every once in a while and be kind of flirty and that was that was fun. But watching his posts, um, I I wasn't interested. I really wasn't interested. He was he was an attractive guy, but he had some health issues and and you could see from his posts I, that I thought, well, that's a lot to take on. Where I'm happily single and. And and my life is pretty easy. I thought that's, a, that's just kind of a lot to take on. So I wasn't overly attractive to him, attracted to him. And um, so one day he just pops in on Messenger and he says, um, ouch, I hurt my knee. Hmm. And, I, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that must be for someone else. I'm like, I have no idea <laughs> that where was, he's going. That's out of the blue, weird. Yeah. So I just send a bunch of question marks thinking he'll look at it and go, oh my gosh, that was for somebody else. And he said, um, I hurt my knees when I fell for you. Oh, Okay. All right. Big smile on my face. Big smile on my face. Right? Cheesy line. Uh, I, I'm digging it. I'm yeah. like, okay. What you, I'm like, what you got next? You know? So I said to him, I said, well done. I said, how are you anyways? And so, cause I'm, I'm smiling, the big grin on my face. I'm like, okay, I'm digging this as a coach and as a woman, both. Yeah, cause yeah. I'm like, well done, mister. Yeah. Anyways, I said, you know, how are you? And he goes, well, I'm doing better, but I haven't been well. And I'm like, oh, you're diabetes. Cause I've, you know, seen him on Facebook and he tells me, no, he goes, my testosterone levels were so low. They were like a four, and they're supposed to be like an eighty, or I'm not sure. <laughs> I get corrected all the time when I tell this story, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, started so, started out good. Yeah, this so just I dropped mean, really it's bad. It's like this, this roller coaster of woo. We went way up real fast, and then we dropped really fast. It was like, oh, okay. So that goes on the list of things you that I don't not, talk about that I'm not interested in anymore. You know, but literally, he might have gotten a date off a funny line. And if he kept flirting, I might have been like, okay, like, I'll see, uh, you know, like right. I, I will go out and see what you're all about. So be really careful with your approach. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, like do a, a cheesy line, man, you embrace that. And you just do it. You know, you totally right. commit to that. And do it.
1: This is a good approach. I mean, the initial one, making a woman laugh, making her smile. yes, yes. in a real way, not in a I mean, the cheesy is, you know, absolutely straight up cheesy. That's one thing. Right. But you know, go for it. You know, just commit. commit. Yeah. Yeah. Commit, and and you know, making her laugh gets her in a place of positive energy around
0: you. Yeah. And I love that. I think that's, that's yeah. a great if you way. Could, if you can do the, your approach witty or funny, if you're in person with somebody and, you, and you've been having a little conversation at a dinner or at a fireside or something, get out your phone and say, hey, we got to be friends on Facebook. You know, find out who they are. If you're not comfortable saying, hey, I would love your number. You yeah. know, do something cutesy. Oh, you know what? I've had so much fun with you tonight. We got to be friends. We got to be friends on Facebook. What's your name? You know, you know, like how do I get a hold of you is pretty much what you're saying. So the more clever you can be, the funner you can be, the happier, um, the better. And this is this is in your approach to get to the chatting point. Now, we just talked a lot about that. Just keep it simple. If you can keep it simple and witty. Yeah, this you're is not there.
1: you know. This is not your your moment to share all of the bad things that have happened to you and no, to do therapy is, with yeah. this person. <laughs> yes. This is not the moment where you go. Can you can you give me some empathy? Right. And this is not that moment. Right. <laughs> and if
0: you're trying to get somebody to chat with you, playing the victim like Peggy was saying, playing the victim is not the way to go. There's some poor man. I think he lives in Idaho that I'm friends with on Facebook and everything is victim, victim, victim. I can't get anybody to date me. I can't get anybody to love me. I live a loveless life. It's so lonely. And I'm like, dude, that is not the way to get someone to chat with you. Like I wouldn't want to chat with him. Yeah. Who wants to chat you with him? You know, if he like popped that? in, I think I would probably ignore it. So, so yeah, you don't want to play the victim. You want to, you want to appear attractive just to get to the chatting stage. Right. So, right. you know, and It's probably not hard to get to the chatting stage because most people, you know, if they're at a singles thing, they're wanting to date. So just keep this in mind that getting from the initial attraction to chatting, it shouldn't be hard. Right. And and I want to just kind of –
1: we've talked before about – two of the most attractive qualities are being happy and confident. So lead out with that in whatever way you are in your life right now. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be like completely happy and not depressed at all or totally confident in everything. But in
0: whatever way you are, lead out with that. Yeah. And if you find something that works, that gets you to chat, you know, like online when people say hi, I never answer. We've already talked about right. that. That's it's ridiculous. That's like the lazy. It's like they can say hi to 50 people and see who responds. Right. So to me, I want to know something they like about me or something they're going to ask about me or some fun banter or a cheesy line or something right. like that. Right. So
1: here. Yes. And here's why I want to just make this clear. It, the high thing, like you said, you could be sending that to 20 people. Yeah. It doesn't make you feel special. No. If you want to be successful. Do something that'll make the other person feel like you're thinking about them, like they're special, like you've noticed but you're something interesting, inter- yeah, or that you're in interested. Them. Yes, specifically, um,
0: that's a great way to
1: start off on a positive foot.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I said, if they're smiling, I have to tell you, I scraped my knee falling for you or whatever. I just had the biggest smile on my face, and I I felt that. I'm right. like, oh my gosh, I'm smiling. You know, I'm like, okay, maybe I would give him a chance. <laughs> right. So. Get to the point of chatting. This is, this is our attraction to chatting. So once we're chatting, once we're chatting online, if you're brave enough to chat on the phone, because a lot of people don't like this, it's interesting as I talk to different people, some people are not texters. They'd rather be on the phone. And then some people are like, oh, I don't want to be on the phone and, all, and I'd rather text. Hmm. They'd rather be sending messages and texts than on the phone. But I have to tell you, this is one of my big soapboxes. Talking on the phone is very telling. Yes. You can tell if a person is positive, if they're negative. There's so much more to a person on the phone. And if you're nervous to talk on the phone, just say it. You know what? Talking on the phone just kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's kind of a lost art and I don't do it. Embrace it. You know what? I'm not good at it, but let's do it. It's another
1: form of connection before you invest in the time and the money to be together in person. But yeah, talking on the phone is a really great next step. I love to hear their voice. Yes. It tells me a lot about them Yes, to hear their voice. And it should tell them a lot about me to hear my voice. And I think, I think we, we forget that. Like you said, it's a lost art in uh-huh. our very digital world where it's so visual. Yeah. We're watching videos and hearing people through microphones mm-hmm. like this way. Yes. But let's get on the phone
0: let's let's have
1: some conversations
0: and you know what I've saved a lot of men a lot of time and money by just being completely turned off on the phone and not going out with them had they texted me and said let's go on a date they would have wasted a lot of time and money on a date so you know just yeah stick to the phone and and whatever the fear is
1: Figure out what you're afraid of and head it off at the pass. Yeah. Like if you're afraid of, well, what if what if I don't like them and I have to say it over the phone or whatever? I mean, right. well, figure out a way to say, hey, you know what? I I really appreciate your time, but this isn't doesn't I'm not feeling a connection here that I think would be, you know, valuable for you and for me. Right. So well, figure out some languaging ahead of time if that's yes. your fear or if there's something
0: else. Right. prepare yourself. Yeah. Think of things to talk about, but here's the deal. We're not, most of us are not going to be one and done, right? Most of us are not going to like chat with one person and date one person and you're done. Mm -hmm. So having these things in your back pocket is a good idea anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you let someone down easy? How do you just tell, you know what? I don't think, I, I don't think you're, You know, my person, person. I don't think, you know, I want to let
1: you go and be with somebody else who is your person,
0: you know? Yeah. It's like, "Mm, probably don't want to go out with you, but thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you for asking, you know, whatever it is, whatever is your style of, you know, that kind of communication, you know, be prepared, have it in your back pocket because it's going to come up. I love that. It's going to come up because like I said, we're not going to be one and done. And that's going to be,
1: that's going to bring more confidence. Yes. If you have, some structure and some ideas already in your yes. head and what you're going to do, that's going to bring more confidence. In going conversation, conversation
0: ideas are always good. You know, we always kind of stick to the same things. What do you do for a living? Well, it's important to know, right? There's some important, or where do things you live to, or something? You know? Like that. Yeah. Those kind of things, but maybe throw some really original things in there that not everybody's asking because right. you know, we want to stand out. Right. You know, as men and women, we want to stand out. Um, so so we're going to go from chatting to asking for a date. And how ta-da! many times you experienced daters? How many times have you chatted and, chatted and chatted and chatted and chatted and chatted and it never, ever went to asking for a date? I know... Um, LDS Planet was a big thing when I first started dating, and it wasn't run by scammers, and it was run by LDS people, I know, I think they've sold it, somebody, oh, yeah. somebody said, and LDS Planet really isn't a thing anymore, but um, so many people, so many people on LDS Planet, and it's like, I would chat for two weeks and then go, hmm okay, are you ever going to ask me out? I don't like, I don't get where the chatting is going. And it's like, you know, and then one guy even said, well, what are you doing tomorrow night? And I'm like, okay, here it is. And I said, you know what? I don't have anything. And he goes, all right, I'll call you then. (laughs) It was like, oh. (laughs) So getting to a date. If you are connecting with somebody, don't sit and chat for weeks and weeks and weeks. You want to chat for days (laughs) and then get to it. It's like, okay, we're connecting on the phone. We've connected on the phone for three nights in a row now. Maybe we should take this to the donut shop, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Maybe we should go get some dessert some night. Maybe we should go get a soda. Maybe we should even go to dinner, depending on the level of connection you're feeling, right? So asking for a date, there is nothing wrong with saying hey, can I take you to dinner tomorrow night? Right. There is nothing. Uh, one guy popped in on Messenger. He was in my widow group. He, um, we met at a conference, and he actually just popped in on Messenger, and we never even chatted, and said, do you want to go on a date? And my response was, with you? <laughs> 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 Which started us off on a good foot. Yeah. You know, kind of a fun thing. And then we started, I'm like, Sure. I knew he was a nice guy. I'd had a couple interactions with him and I, you know, other, other women had gone out with him. And so I already knew he was nice and we went on a couple nice dates. And so there's nothing wrong with just keeping it simple and asking for what you want. Yes. Simple and direct is good. If you, yeah, it's like, just be bold and, and say it ladies, you can ask a guy out, but you know my rule, right? It's like, ask him on one date, ask him on one date and go have fun. And, um, and then like leave the ball in his court. You don't need to ask him on a second date because there's a fine line between, um, a green da- light, a real green
1: light yeah, and,
0: and taking control of the, well, and then, yeah, being the dude in the relationship, yeah. you don't want you don't want to do that. You don't want to try to take the reins because he's going to either not that's, want, that's not lead. want that or he's going to turn into the female in the relationship yeah, and it's not going to be a healthy thing. And we don't want that. But yes, just be bold and just say it. Just ask someone out. Um, a girlfriend was just saying that. It's like, how do you get them to just be like, okay, like, let's go out. And like, I got a guy to kiss me once by saying, are you ever going to kiss me? And he was like, Sharon. And I'm like, it's like our fifth date. You know, <laughs> It's like, we've hung out a whole lot. And, uh, and I got kissed you know, so there's nothing wrong with being bold. But I mean, I know my personality is a little different. I know, I know if I was introverted, I probably wouldn't be super well, comfortable. You can find a that. fun
1: flirty way to do that. Yeah. I mean, there's just all kinds of ways you could find a fun flirty way to, to just kind of put a question out there without being
0: super direct yeah. about it. It's like, Oh, maybe someday you'll <clears throat> ask me out winky face smiley face (laughs) laughy face you know I look forward to someday meeting you in
1: person you know yeah (laughs) because I've had such a great conversation with you on here yeah
0: yep so there's all sorts of ways so we want to ask for the date okay do we need to talk about dressing appropriately should we take a minute please (laughs)
1: you know it's just like it's always good to be be reminded that yes you need to dress appropriately you need to put yourself out there in a confident happy yes way and that has to do with your physical appearance
0: too yes so I don't I I always wondered about that because I I waited a year to start dating it's like oh my gosh because it had been so many years it's like are they gonna ask me out? Is it gonna be a surprise date? What do I do? Do I ask what we're doing? I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I would think about these things as I as I started like thinking in my head, like my my game plan for dating, because you know, got lonely really fast. And um, I would think about things like that, and then guys would say, Hey, do you want to go to dinner? And I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, and and they generally tell me, We're going to Texas Roadhouse. Oh, Texas Roadhouse. Okay, I know how to dress for that, right? Right. So you want to dress appropriately. So if you're going to play mini golf ladies you don't want to be in spiky heels right okay even if they're cute and brand new right (laughs) right we want to dress appropriately we don't want to look like we're high maintenance while we're playing mini golf right your kids you know dress cute and for outside and for mini golf so we want to dress appropriately right and if you are super high maintenance maybe tone it down a little (laughs) bit. You know, these ladies going, I can't imagine going anywhere without my heels on or whatever, you know. So we want to dress appropriately for the date. And if you're asking on the date, let them know. Hey, we're going to Thanksgiving point to the corn maze. You're going to want a jacket. You'll probably right. want a jacket. It's going to be, That's a you know, really great way to, you know, take yeah. care of your date is to yeah. help them be prepared for whatever it is. Yeah. It's like you you'll know. probably want to dress warm and it'll be probably be muddy. So, you know, let's talk about that. And then hygiene. Please, 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 please take a shower. <laughs> okay. Wash <laughs> Even your clothes. if you're one of
1: these, these people that believes in saving water and you don't shower yeah, every day. Do it before you go on the date.
0: Do it and make sure you're in clean clothes. I remember dancing with someone who smelled like he just took his sweater out of the bottom of the Yeah. Yeah, if you've just pulled all of your winter clothes out and they haven't been washed or refreshed, you might want to do that. You don't want people like wincing at you. No. You know, it's like, (laughs) oh, well, that was kind of a fun date, but I couldn't handle the the smell of her clothes or shoes or whatever. And guys, you just need to know, this is a gentle reminder that if a girl is interested in you, She's putting a lot of time and effort into getting ready for that date. Like her fingernails will probably be really pretty. She's got a lot of makeup on. Her hair is going to be on point. She might have (laughs) even bought a new outfit. So if you show up in a ratty shirt and blue jeans you know, and you're untucked and you're kind of like, this is just who I am, it's a little disappointing for those of us who... (laughs) probably yeah, start probably getting ready not, at noon yeah. for a dinner date <laughs> you
1: know that is not me by the way I do not polish my nails for every first date but I do make the effort to look my yeah best you and you feel know, good about it, the yeah. way I
0: look and yeah I, I hear a lot of people say, I went and got our new I was so excited to go out with him I got our new blouse you know so it's just fun just thing to do. keep that in mind okay let's move to the actual date the actual date. This is something you've got planned. This is not something you're talking about after you've picked her up. And what are we going to do? Yeah. What uh -uh. do you want to do after dinner? No. uh -uh. If you got nothing to do after dinner, you take her home. Or if this is early on, we're meeting there. Right. If it's the first date, you're going to meet there. We're going to meet there. For safety purposes. Yes. We're going to talk about safety in a minute. Just a just a few, just a few tips. But yes, so we're meeting there. So if dinner is all you have planned, then call it a night. You know, don't ask them, Oh, is there something else you want to do? Or definitely don't get in the car. Maybe we're talking about safety here. Let's go for a drive in the canyon. Do not get in their car on the first date. I mean, unless you have like a bunch of mutual friends, or it was the setup. Yeah, unless
1: there's uh,
0: extenuating circumstances that you know about this person. You but know. you know, if you think you know them, if you've flirted for a long time online and you've chatted for a long time and stuff, don't. Don't just just be safe. Just better safe than sorry, right? Yeah. And always let somebody know where you are. Yeah. But you know, hey, idea. yeah, I'm going to this restaurant with this guy I don't really know him. I feel safe, but, you know. And then if you're going to go to another location, maybe text someone and say, "Hey, yeah, we're we're hitting up the Bowling Alley." So practice safety. All right. The actual first date. We're going to keep it upbeat and positive. We're not going to cry about our ex. We're not going to cry about our late spouse. I did that. Um, we're not going to complain. We're not going to do anything negative at all. This is going to be fun. There's already enough nerves, right? Do we need to make it negative, negative negative? Negative and nerves, right? Wouldn't you rather have fun and have nerves at the same time than negative and nerves? So yes. we're going to be positive and we're going to be flirty. Okay. Ooh, girls, you know how to go (laughs) at their dumb jokes, (laughs) right? Oh, look at Peggy. Peggy knows how. On cue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So on the first date, I always recommend that you do something that they're interested in. If you're asking them out, it's like, let's go do something you want to do like that you've already learned from chatting with them or you've learned from their online profile or from Facebook or something, something that they would like to do. Hey, I saw that you're really into, that you really love guns. Let's go shooting guns. Um, you know, hey, I, I, you're, you're, you look like you're really athletic or I've noticed you're athletic. You know, you don't want to go try X throwing, you know, something, something that they would want to do. And then maybe if that goes really well, on the next date, you show them something that you like to do, maybe that they don't know how to do. So unless you pull the you need to show me how to do that in the flirting stages, (laughs) then it's like, oh, we do need to go do that because you need to show me. Because I've never done that. I've before. never done that before. I've never shot a gun before. So you will you show me how to shoot a gun? <laughs> you know, if you want to pull that to get the date, then do that. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. But then you know, then you want to be sharing interests. And so when it comes down to dating, you want to um, the things that you both think that you're interested in. You want to be doing those things. You know, my brother dated a girl that. Said she was into hiking, but they never went hiking. It was winter; she was not into hiking at all. Like that was he loved hiking. He loved mountain biking. Biking. He, he loved being a little
1: deceptive. That
0: was she was being a little deceptive. So if you have things in common, you go do those, because if they don't like to do those, then you're kind of stuck with them after marriage. So you want to know, number one, that they actually do like to do them. And you do want to do your shared interests, because that's fun for both of you. And And, that connects you.
1: Right. And it builds more connection on mm -hmm. the date.
0: Yes. Like if you're a
1: real, uh, if if you really love museums or something, you really love art, there's a lot to talk about if you both are interested, or maybe one of you is like, wow, I've never been there. I've I've never had much training in art. And the other person goes, oh, my gosh, I had courses in college. And you wouldn't believe that. You know what I mean? Those are those
0: are ways to connect. Yes, they're definitely ways to connect and doing things you like together. You you produce all those good chemicals. Right. And and, and it just it just helps with the connection. So I just want to make a note. And all of these, we're not doing all these things to check boxes. Okay, this is all, you're trying to have fun. You're trying, trying to, to have, have an experience yes, together. Yes, an experience. And so it's like, okay, you know, I know I like to do this. Okay, we did that, check. Okay, you like to do this. We did this, check. None of the dating process, none of the dating process is checking boxes. I just want to say, if you feel like you're going through, okay, we've done this and this and this and this, now it's time for this. We don't want to do that. We want things to kind of develop naturally, right? You
1: we want know? to have experiences, we want to connect, we want to see how it flows. We want to see as we set these things up, well, what's the relationship going to how's a yes. relationship going to build from there? Yes. And so yeah, I love that you brought that up. It's not a bunch of
0: boxes just, you that you know, need but to I check. feel like I feel like it is. We've been on 3 dates. I think I I hope he kisses me this next time. Okay do you want to get kissed because you like him or do you want to get kissed because it's It's the third date and it's time (laughs) because it's time, you know? So we really do want to let things flow naturally. If you're not there yet on the third date and you still want to explore the relationship, this is where the communication comes in. It's like, you know what? I'm not there yet, but I would love to continue getting to know you, you know? So make sure because the next one is affection. We're gonna talk about affection a little bit. Because I mean it is an important part of connecting, right? Our physical affection and physical connection, you know, but once again, not a box to check. This should be something that you both want to happen.
1: And it should feel comfortable. Yes. And and you can start with little things like touching an elbow yes. or or um you know, if you're if you're having fun and playful, just kind of slap in the shoulder
0: or something like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, breaking the touch barrier just makes it easier for them to grab your hand yeah. or and, something. And that can happen quick pretty quickly yeah. if you're
1: feeling connected and, you know.
0: Yeah. So I I went with a guy to Park City to go listen to live music and the band was still setting up and Main Street was closed. If ever, if anybody has a visual on Main Street in Park City, all the lights were on. It's really kind of romantic. He goes, "Let's just go walk up Main Street." And I'm like, "Okay." Anyways, we started walking and he said, you know, it's kind of too romantic of a night to not hold your hand. Oh, that's a cute way to do it. (laughs) And it was like, oh my (laughs) gosh, (laughs) I wasn't going to say no to that. Really? You know, (laughs) I mean, it just, you know, it was like, it's just too, it's just too perfect right now to not hold your hand. And it was like, hold my hand, buddy. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, as we get into the affection, it should be something, you know, that you both want. And that feels comfortable at yeah. the time. And this was not our first date. It had it been our first date, it might have been different. It might have been awkward and tense and weird. So you want to you want to have several dates. And like I said before, you want to know that you have things in common and you're connecting on levels. And, right. and, and
1: before you do all the yes. physical contact, you want to know you have that you're going in a direction that's going to be a, a full relationship, full of yes. lots
0: of things that yes. you want and love. Before same, you do all this contact. values and yeah. religion, of course. We're all LDS, hopefully, that's a thing. But then, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I do want to take this to the next level. But hopefully, you're both on the same page with this, you know? And, you know, we talk about green lights and flirting and things like that. Same thing. Ladies, gentlemen, give a green light, you know? If you've ever watched Hitch, it's like, well, she's gonna play with her keys and she's gonna look at her your mouth at the door. (laughs) Yes, if she's dawdling at the door, if she's kind of lingering in the car or something. But I I I have to say, guys, girls love romance, and so if 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 you were in a romantic spot, that just makes the first kiss just.
1: Magical. It doesn't yeah.
0: necessarily need to be in the car, or in the parking lot, at the doorstep. It doesn't necessarily need to be that. It could, you know, just saying. Girls, just most girls are super romantic, so the more romantic, the better. But we do want to get to that point, and we do want to make sure that that there is some glue that that would hold this relationship together. All right. Um, next up would be. Are hard conversations. This would be under communication and and um, conflict. The conflict resolution. Here's the thing: mm. we have to have them. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sometimes we have to have them
1: before we go on a date, and we have to say no, thank you, before we, you know, to somebody. And sometimes mm. that's hard for people to do. But get practicing that because right, you got to build that muscle if you haven't.
0: Right. So hopefully the chatting in the first date are actually fun and, and, and frolicky and, 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 and lighthearted. So, you know, it's like, okay, we're getting to this stage now where we need to have, you know, what is the good, the bad and the ugly? You know, what is your ugly side?
1: I'm not showing that to you. You know, do you know
0: what your ugly side is? Do you know how you get triggered? Do you know what it looks like?
1: Do you know where your weaknesses
0: are? Yes. Um, And sometimes just like breaking down your hopes and dreams with somebody being vulnerable. Um, That's a hard conversation sometimes for some people. And so, you know, what are your hopes and dreams? What do you look like ladies without makeup on? Guess what? He needs to know. At some point, probably not until after the third date. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe kiss him first and reel him (laughs) in. But this needs to be, you need to make sure that you're being honest. Yes. You know, how bad was the divorce? The divorce was bad. The divorce was bad. I've had a year of therapy. And that's okay. But that's a conversation you need to have. It's like I had a year of therapy. And I feel like I'm in just like a really good place now with my life. You know, I'm living a well balanced, happy life. You know, the kids are in a good place. We're all in a good place. I've got a job, I've got plans for the future, and stuff. So it doesn't matter, you know, because there's still some kind of stigma to therapy. And hopefully, Anybody who's gotten a divorce or has gone through grief is getting a little therapy. Getting some support. You know, yeah, because we all need emotional support through all those things. But this is the hard conversations, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, you know, hopefully the ugly isn't too ugly. And this is where you kind of decide. It's like, you know, you take the good with the bad. It's like, okay, can I handle the bad? Yeah. Well, well, there are going to
1: be conversations that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, what if one person does something that you're uncomfortable with? What if the other person breaks the touch barrier and you they didn't ask and it just happened and you're uncomfortable with it and maybe it's taken you by surprise it's important to maybe think ahead of time think through this kind of thing what if it happened and how do you approach it what do you say right you know are you okay saying no some people struggle with that yes are you okay saying no just like no Right. Or just say, I'm uncomfortable with that. Or, you know, some of these things are challenging or like, you know what, that's a conversation that I feel is inappropriate right now. Yeah. How do you say those things? And think about it ahead of time. Right. But that's part of the, you know, that's going to show Uh you, that's going to teach you a lot in the relationship. Can you handle conflict? Can you handle it when one person wants to do one thing and you don't? Right.
0: And then there's going to be situations. I mean, there's people who go out and kiss anybody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I kiss, I'll kiss anybody anytime kind of thing where like you're not like that. And so this is where your boundaries come in. This right. is your value system. And it's like, oh, I just, I just don't give that away freely like that. Right. You know, that's, that's great that you do, but I, I just don't do that. Is that going to be a problem for you? Find out early. You know, ask the questions. Is this going to be a problem for you? Because it might be. And if
1: you're listening to this and your heart rate is getting high as we're talking about these things, and you're one of those people that wants to just be nice to everybody and it's been hard for you to deal with this kind of thing, I encourage you to practice. Yes. To create some scenarios with a good friend and practice using the words you need to use to say no in one way or another or to bring it up if it's uncomfortable you know, so you live within your value system and you don't allow the other person to kind of take over.
0: Right. Well, a lot of people don't think about boundaries on a daily basis, you know, because we need boundaries in our life with everybody, but so important with dating and relationships. You know, if you're getting married again, this is hopefully, you know, a forever thing and you got to establish your values. Right. And it's not like you're a bad person because you don't agree with my values. It's like, no, this is this is my value system. And and you do you, you know, are you going to have a problem with this? You know, because I'm not going to kiss you on the first date. You know, right. I understand that's how you do it. And, and some people are just, you know, some people are hand holding and hugging and and all that stuff. And, you know, it's like Peggy just said, we have to be prepared for that. I don't I don't mind holding hands with somebody, but it's not going to escalate to kissing just because I held somebody's hand. Right. You know, kind of thing. But we kind of need to establish that. It's like, oh, I'm sorry if holding my hand gave you the wrong idea. No, I that's not a big deal for me. But I don't kiss on the first date ever. You know, and sometimes I've said that in the beginning, you know, like they've asked, it's like, are you kind of like, you know, You know, do we get to have fun in your car after, you know, (laughs) are we going to hit the back seat? And it's like, oh no, I I don't, is that going to be a problem for you? Because I don't kiss on the first date. Oh no, it's not going to be a problem at all. Most, most guys have been really respectful of that, but I've established that from the get-go.
1: And guys, you might need to establish this too. I don't, I don't, Yeah. I've heard stories. I don't, don't, I've not experienced that myself because I'm not that kind of a woman, but I've heard stories about women that are, you know move too fast for yeah. the guys like it's uncomfortable yeah. for them yeah so yeah you guys can set guys can set that boundary oh, yeah, too. for sure
0: oh for sure this uh, is definitely not <laughs> we have to watch our pronouns sometimes right. yeah <laughs> so and I would love
1: for if anybody again is listening to this and you are struggling this is something you know you struggle with take some of the phrases that we have said And write them down and practice with someone. Get them in your head, get them in your body, get them in your voice.
0: Yeah, what is comfortable for you. Yeah. For sure. All right, so communication, conflict resolution. We talked about boundaries. Um, The commitment part. The only thing I really have to say about the commitment part is make sure that if you're making a commitment, it means the same thing to both of you. That's a really good point. Establish that. It's like, oh, I'm going to call you my girlfriend but I really don't want to be exclusive, you know, establish what that is, establish the expectations for the relationship, you know, I mean, it's like, we have a long distance thing. let's try to see each other twice a week, you know, maybe Tuesday nights and and Saturday, or, you know, oh, it's, you know, Monday night's the only night I really have, but I, you know, and, you know, Saturday morning is always breakfast, or, but establish, you know, the expectations for the relationship, because a lot of people don't do that, and, and you know another
1: great way to set yourself up for success.
0: Yes. And that's what we want to do, right? We want we want to give it the best chance we can. And this is why this is why we promote the baggage thing. Get rid of your baggage. Get your baggage under control. You know, <laughs> be in a good place before you really start dating because yes. you want to give every person like yes. a fair shot. Right. And you know, to give it, you know, and you want the best possible results. Right. So. And I'm
1: gonna say this too. If you're listening to this and you're going, Oh, and you think oh we we mentioned Mm -hmm. baggage. We mentioned taking care of the past, taking care of things that are that are that are in the past that should be in the past but are still in the present. That's a good way to put it. Things that aren't happy in your life or that are you've struggled with, if they're still showing up in the present moment when you're interacting with other people, that's your work. That's something that 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 right now as we're talking. Commit to doing something about it, commit to going to a therapist, going to a coach, finding someone to help you to unpack that and to heal that so you can be happy in the present moment and not bringing the past Yes. Into the present, into the moment. present yes. moment and it's, into your yeah.
0: future relationships. It's it's true. And nobody wants to think they have baggage. Oh,
1: no, I'm in a really good place. There's always work to divorce. be done. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. And, and there's levels of it, you know, and like we're talking about, there's levels of it where you need to do it before you date, you take care of it before you date. And there's lo- levels that are going to come up when you're dating, which is the plan. I mean, right.
0: relationships bring stuff up. So Right. Well, and then, like, I always use my husband as an example, <clears throat> he my husband suffered from mental illness he had bipolar and and there's so many different aspects to mental illness now that we didn't know then there's you know somebody asked me does he did he have bipolar one or two I'm like I have no idea right back then they didn't Uh, by back then we didn't know but guess what being in love all the dating and all the love chemicals everybody told me he's I've never seen Jeff Happier And I'm like, well, it all makes sense now because you have all these great hormones and you have all the great chemicals and you feel happy and it's masking, it's masking your anger, it's masking, masking your injuries. It's masking all the things that we call baggage that nobody wants to admit that they have. So very important, very important. It will show up just because
1: you're happy now, it will show up. And so be, be prepared one way or the
0: other. Hormone levels drop right you know and so we really do have to be careful but hopefully this was helpful today yes and um
1: getting you prepared yes for and, and hopefully a review for some of us i know i know this has been great for me to to kind of review and think through my dating life and oh am i doing this am i doing that and yeah so, or it's like, oh
0: maybe that would have made a difference in this situation
1: right. or, so, or
0: yeah something good so. thanks sharon you're welcome. You're so great at this. Well, thank you.
1: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.